Hey, this is Chris. And this is Almy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almy is a Scorpio. And this country is keeping things very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, crazy week, of course. I don't mean to make light of it. People died, and people died for absolutely no reason. And it's a sad time, and there's no getting around it. Um, Today is Saturday, January 9th. Yeah, today is Saturday, January 9th, for those of us living in the present. (laughs) Uh, Quick look back on January 6th. Uh, That was the day Mars was changing signs. It was shifting from Aries Mm. to Taurus. And so to speak, the planet Mars, the planet of anger, aggression, Mm. war, was at its peak Mm. on Wednesday in the sign of Aries and Aries is warrior energy. It's fighting, angry, in-your-face energy, and it was at its angriest on Wednesday. Uh, Did that cause what to happen at the state capitol? I mean, was that the reason it happened? Because Mars was, you know, peaking in Aries? Not necessarily. But when you already have an unstable climate to begin with, and then you add that factor into the mix, uh, things like that can happen, and things can bubble over. And it sucked. Um, But, uh, yeah, you know, Mars is going to be changing signs more frequently in 2021. It Mm. stayed in Aries for a long time in 2020. So we didn't experience as many of these what they call critical points last year. But for 2021, already it's just looking like we really need to keep our eye on Mars because there's a lot of anger out there, a lot of aggression, and a lot of potential for violence, unfortunately. There's you know, no sugar sugarcoating it, really. So the next time Mars is going to change signs is going to be around March 2nd, March 3rd. I think March 3rd is the actual day Mars will move into Gemini. It's currently in Taurus. But March 2nd, March 3rd, around that time, will be another edgy, stressful time as far as Mars goes. Mm. And that'll be around the time when Mars is going to be at the 29th degree. And you can always look that up and and see what that means. The 29th degree, they call that a critical point. Mm. And that's basically when Mars is maturing or at its fullest in that particular sign. So right now it's in Taurus and it's probably at, I don't have it in front of me, it's probably at like two degrees of Taurus right now because once a a planet moves into a sign, initially it's at zero degrees. It goes from zero to 29 and then once it hits 29, then it starts over at zero in the next sign. So Mm. for now, Mars might be a little more relaxed, hopefully, Uh, But we'll see because uh, we'll get to it later. But this week is also looking like it has the potential astrologically for some explosive stuff to Mm -hmm. go on top of, you know, what's already out there emotionally. And um, anyway, I'll try to keep it light when Mm -hmm. I can here. But it's just it's it's tricky right now. It's tricky. Uh, We're also still in Capricorn. I mean, Capricorn is very serious, stern energy. Um, And a couple of people have asked me when things might settle down a bit. If I had to guess, you know, right now, just looking at things astrologically, maybe in September. Um, So it's going to be fairly active for for a while here. 
Um, but again, right now, Mars is in Taurus. Taurus is slower energy. You know, when Mars is in Aries, it's like Mars mm. is saying to Aries, come on, let's go out there and get in a fight. Let's, you know, push people around and force our way uh, well, into the state capital, for one example. Um, Taurus, though, doesn't like to budge. You know, Taurus mm. is the bull. It just wants to graze in the field and, and, and rest and soak up the sun and enjoy the finer things in life. Okay. So Mars saying to Taurus, come on, let's get up. Let's get moving. Taurus is like, eh, I don't know about that. Try me in a week. Uh, I'm enjoying this bottle of fine wine at the moment. Or I'm watching the football game. I can't be bothered. Uh, so hopefully with Mars going to, into Taurus, that aggressive sort of behavior will slow down. Um, we'll see. Okay. Um, you know, I'm, I'm telling people with Mars in, in Taurus right now, you know, keep your refrigerator fully stocked if possible. Keep, you know, things around you that make you feel whole that make you feel uh, abundant, you know, go out and buy some candles, you know, go to the 99 mm. cent store. If you're on a budget, have some candles around you, mm. take a bath every now and then explore the sensual side oh. of life, explore your body or your partner's body, you know, oh. that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, that's Mars and Taurus. Uh, try to, um, Explore those things as opposed to exploring outright aggression <laughs> like when Mars is in Aries. Right. Um, anyway, you know, right now, honestly, just astrology, not astrology, whatever. Uh, we're just wishing everyone the best and we're hope, hope that you're making it through the day okay and, and, and encouraging people not to put any additional pressure on themselves right mm -hmm. now. You know, honestly, if you're just making it through the day, that's that's the best you can do right now. And and, and that's awesome. That's heroic in my mind because it's, mm -hmm. it's just such a, a nutty time. Uh, speaking of de-stressing, I want to segue into the Ask a Scorpio segment oh, of the show. Oh my. Uh, as we know, Elmi is a Scorpio, and every week I like to ask Elmi uh, a question to get her Scorpio perspective mm. on life. And Elmi, you and I were talking today a little bit about how you have been meditating mm. uh, quite a bit, and, mm. and you've been doing it for, I believe, 37 consecutive days now, thereabouts? Yeah, it's it's either 35, 36, or 37. I think after day 30, I just honestly stopped uh, keeping track consciously, but it's somewhere around there. Yeah, and as a Scorpio, have you found that meditation has helped you kind of chillax, for lack of a better term? It has definitely helped me to be more mindful, which in turn can lead to being more chillaxed. Mm. Um, you know, last week... I still had a moment where I let something really upset me and I'd had a loud outburst. But for the most part, I try to use what I've learned in meditation, mainly mindful breathing, focusing on the out breath. I've tried to use that as a way to guide myself when I feel anxious or angry throughout the day. So I think meditation has helped. I think doing anything consecutively for that many days helps with your discipline. And having discipline, I think, can help you with a lot of things. So as a Scorpio, I am still working on it, still taking it in. But I believe I have seen benefits to meditation. I recommend it. I use Headspace and I use Headspace because they were offering it um, free for Los Angeles residents. I swear, I know that sounds made up. Um, I don't know if they still are. Maybe that was just for 2020. 
Um, I guess just, you know, search Headspace Los Angeles free. And um, but if you don't use Headspace, uh, there are other amazing apps. There's Insight Timer. And on Insight Timer, which is a free meditation app, you can find a meditation that I recorded. Um, that's an anti-anxiety meditation. I swear I did not mean to segue into an ad, but check it out. You can search Almy Rose or A Rose on Insight Timer. And you also don't need a meditation app at all. You can just set the timer on your phone or on your clock. Do people have clocks? And um, I think uh, on their phone, maybe. I don't know. Oh, I meant like, do people literally still have clocks in their house? I like to think that they do. I mean, we, we do. don't. We do. We they do. don't work, though. We have no, no, one, the like... yellow submarine clock works. Oh, but isn't it in a closet? What? No, it's hanging in the kitchen. Oh, it's in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe. Anyway, okay. Yeah. so... You can just um, set a timer or listen to meditation music. If you're on Spotify, just search meditation, yoga, ambiance, and just, you know, breathe for five minutes. Just be mindful of your breath. Um, let go of the idea that there is a right way and a wrong way to meditate. Let go of expectations. Before I meditated, I thought that meditating was like seeing visions and connecting with a higher self. And really, it's just about taking time to be mindful of your breath and to force yourself to be patient and to spend five minutes um, just not doing anything. And thoughts will pop into your mind. Of course they will. Um, but the point isn't to reject that. It's to accept it and then get back to your breath and focus on just taking some time out. So that was a way longer answer than I meant to give. But no, I'm glad you brought up that you have that you have that um, track out there because I'm going to listen to it again this afternoon. I, Aww, I could definitely thanks. use it. I need to chill out. That's for sure. Um, and also, like Elmi said, yeah, that's the thing with meditation. You know, anytime I talk to people about it, if they're not someone who meditates regularly, they usually say something along the lines of, well, I can't slow my mind down. Right, um, right. They're like, oh, I, I can't do it. I always get distracted. Well, yeah, that's the point. Yeah, it's that, dealing with that. You're, and, and that means you're simply doing it right. Yeah. Because at that point, yeah, you, at that point, you're observing your mind and you are realizing how much your mind is usually running the show mm -hmm. and how much chatter there actually is in your head. And when you sit down with it, you, you see that chatter for what it is. And you might not like it, but it's it's always going to be there. The more that you meditate, it's a little easier to tune it out. Mm -hmm. But even then, let's say you meditate for 15 minutes, you might have that chatter for 12 of those 15 minutes. But the three minutes when you had some peace in there, that's a big win uh, for your mind and for your body. And it's it's very um, healthy. Yeah. Um, so that's our little spiel about meditation, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And that was the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Um, today, earlier today, the planet Mercury entered Aquarius mm. and Mercury had been in Capricorn. Um, there's been some talk about if the guy leaving the office, uh, leaving the White House, might be leaving a little bit early, if he might get impeached a second time. Um, many people are saying that's a long shot. However, with Mercury now entering Aquarius, it's more likely that it could happen. I, I still think it's probably a long shot. But Mercury in Aquarius makes quick decisions. Mm. When Mercury was in Capricorn for the last four weeks or so, Mercury in Capricorn is like, I'm going to check on that and get back to you. 
I have to talk to my boss. Oh, my boss is on vacation. Uh, we're just going to have to wait. There's a lot of waiting. When, in, when Anytime Capricorn's involved, there's always going to be waiting. It's like, no, we need to be really patient. We need to really, really sit on this and think about this. Whereas now that Mercury, Mercury is the planet of communication, now that it's in Aquarius, Aquarius is all about uh, snap judgments, um, just saying, hey, uh, I want to do this, I want to do that. There's more impulsiveness with Aquarius because it's ruled by the planet Uranus, and Uranus is that impulsive, surprising kind of energy. So it's possible the guy could be um, forced out a little sooner. I still, I don't know, astrologically, if that's going to happen or not. But I'm just saying now that Mercury is in Aquarius, it's more likely. Um, and then the planet Venus also uh, changed signs this morning. Venus is now in Capricorn. Mm. And um, let's see, I'm going to take a quick look at the week ahead here. Um Monday, January 11th, the moon will enter Capricorn. Uh, oh, and real quick, before I forget, um, Sunday, tomorrow, Sunday, January 10th, yes. that's the day that the moon is going to be void, of course, for most of the day. And just long story short there, uh, this Sunday, January 10th, is a good day to try to escape from life if you need to. Mm. Take some time for yourself. Do something to just kind of detach from all the chaos around us at the moment. Sunday's really going to be your day, hopefully, depending on what you have going on in your life. But hopefully that's a good day for you to detach and relax and rest up if possible uh, because this week is going to be a little uh, busy again. Um, but again, Monday, January 11th, the moon will mo move into the serious sign of Capricorn. Mm. So we'll have the sun, the moon, and Venus all in Capricorn on Monday. That's not necessarily a recipe for fun, mm. but it is a recipe for tackling more serious matters in your life. I always think of business, money-related things, finance things. If there's a, a will that needs to be signed, I don't know. That's mm. Capricorn kind of stuff. It's not sexy, but it's um, important, uh, those kind of things. Anything important that needs to be done in your life, you might want to try to get that done on Monday. Also on Monday, the Capricorn moon is going to form a stressful aspect with Chiron. Chiron, they call the wounded healer. Mm. So Monday, with all all these planets already in Capricorn, we might already be feeling a little sad, a little depressed. Uh, it can be kind of sobering energy. And then with the Capricorn moon forming a square with Chiron on top of it, Chiron is that part of us that's that's wounded. Um, old wounds from the past that we think we've healed from maybe pop up again in some form or another. So we might already be a little down on ourselves. Then we also might be dealing with these old wounds. So I guess what I'm saying is be nice to yourself on Monday, January 11th. Okay. And on Tuesday, January 12th, go ahead and be nice to yourself again mm -hmm. because the energy will continue to be heavy. There's also going to be a new moon on January 12th. For those of you who are new mooners, mm -hmm. um, the new moon, the moon will be starting its new cycle. Uh, it's a good time to start new projects, set intentions, that kind of stuff. Declutter, you know, those kind of things. Great, great for that. Uh, now, Wednesday and Thursday, I'm not too happy about. Uh, those are looking to be fairly funky days. Um, Wednesday's going to start out, I know for me at least on Wednesday, I'll be kind of in a bummer mood the day after a new moon. Yeah. I always feel especially tired yeah. and flat. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, uh, 
Mars, which I started out talking about, is going to be forming a square with Saturn. Mm. So that's not good for anyone. Um, the planet Mars, the planet of aggression, which is in Taurus, is going to be forming a stressful aspect with the planet Saturn. Saturn is the planet of restrictions. Mm. Um and they're both in fixed signs. Mars is in Taurus. Saturn is in Aquarius. Fixed signs are not known for their flexibility. That's why they're called fixed signs. So who's going to budge? I don't know. Uh, usually neither side budges. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. The moon will be in Aquarius by Wednesday. Uh, the moon's going to form a conjunction with Saturn. Uh, what else we got here? The moon's forming a... Jeez, the moon is forming a square with Mars, too. Okay, Mars is not going to be happy on Wednesday. Mm. And, oh, another thing I wanted to bring up, uh, if you're aware of this, um, the days of the week, Sunday through Saturday, they're all assigned to a planet. Oh, yeah. Like, Sunday's an easy one. The sun rules Sunday. Monday is ruled by the moon. Uh, let's jump to Wednesday. Wednesday's ruled by... Mars. Um, And there's already all this Mars energy out there in the world to begin with, um, or at least anger, aggression, people very, very upset right now, uh, regardless of what the planets are doing. There's just a lot of anger out there in general. And then on Wednesday, which is already a Mars day, and then with Mars being fairly ticked off at the other planets on Wednesday, I just, I don't like it. Plus the the moon's going to form a square with Uranus. Uranus is impulsive energy, surprises. Um, yeah, it's just, it's looking a little, uh, hey, wear a helmet. Wear a helmet on Wednesday if mm. you have one. Um, and then Thursday, the planet Uranus I was just talking about, it had it has been retrograde. It has been yeah. retrograde, and it is going to be going direct uh, early in the morning on Thursday, January 14th. We might actually feel that more on Wednesday, Um but with Uranus changing stations, that also can just bring this surprise element into the picture. Stuff happening quickly, stuff happening seemingly out of nowhere, revolutionary type of energy, those kind of things. Um, man, Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, so just watch out for those days. Stay safe. Uh, again, just take care of yourself uh, the best you can. Stay level the best you can. It's going to be pretty rough leading up to the 20th there's really no uh up to uh january 20th there's not a lot of sugar coating there that can be done um but uh short term friday january 15th the astrological weather looks fairly clear um the moon will enter pisces later in the day piscean energy is good for healing good for self-healing so if wednesday and thursday totally tucker you out stress you out what whatever happens um Friday and then into Saturday even, the 16th of January. Those are looking like days where hopefully some calm will return. And as always, hopefully I'm totally, absolutely wrong about Wednesday and Thursday. And it's just a boring day. That's that's what I'm praying for. Um, but in the meantime, what we got? We're at the 19-minute mark. I just wanted to do uh, a little bit because, you know, Short term, yeah, the energy is looking pretty lousy. But part of the reason all this is happening is we are shifting further into the Aquarian age. We're moving away from the Piscean age. So in the long run, this is still going to be good for everyone. Uh, The Piscean age, which we were living in for the past 2,000 years Mm. or so, 
um, had some really great things about it, no question about it. Um, the downer parts of it was that fear, things like fear were really heightened. Mm. Um, Piscean energy, unfortunately, has... Uh, a fear side to it mm. uh, where we see lack we see lack in things mm. we don't see abundance uh, we're more focused on what can go wrong whereas with Aquarian energy Aquarian energy is really like always thinking about what is possible and what is good for everyone how can we help each other out and seeing the world as a world community as opposed to every person for themselves and Aquarian energy can be very welcoming it's not going to judge whether you're male whether you're female it's not going to judge the color of your skin it's not going to judge your sexual orientation um, so we're moving towards that however um, what we're also seeing is that certain people are, are very scared of that because they're going to lose their identities um, if you know the word hate has been coming up a lot but a lot of people are fueled by hate and Aquarian energy is, um, you know, non-feeling to a certain extent. Aquarian energy says, what is fear? I don't understand what that is. I don't work with fear. I don't work with hate. Aquarian energy doesn't necessarily work with love either. I mean, not love in terms of like, like a Cancer or a Pisces love. Mm -hmm. You know, you think of the big-hearted water signs mm -hmm. or like Leo, um, a big-hearted fire sign. Not to say Aquarians don't feel. They certainly do. I know some Aquarians who have oh, yeah. huge hearts. Yeah, of course. Um, but Aquarian energy isolated isn't as interested in feelings. It, it is interested in science. I'll tell you that much. So, um, and again, as the as we move into uh, Pluto going into Aquarius in a few years, Pluto in Aquarius, I think that happens in 2024. Pluto in Aquarius is going, is going to oppose Pluto in Leo. And a lot of the baby boomers were born when Pluto was in Leo. Uh, Pluto was in Leo between 1939 and 1956 mm. and in a few years when Pluto shifts into Aquarius it's going to oppose that and a lot of the baby boomers th their general thing in this life I mean life is complicated you can't boil it down to one thing but one thing that they were working on was developing themselves developing their separate selves because they realized that what was working for their parents wasn't necessarily going to work for them. They needed to go their own way. That's why we saw so much turmoil in the 60s, that kind of a thing, people breaking away, people saying there are different ways to live life. There are different uh, things to explore. And now with Pluto going into Aquarius in a few years, um, it's getting away from the focus on the individual. And it's getting into the focus on the group, mm -hmm. uh, what's best for the group. Okay. And Aquarian energy is very much into science. So there is that element of Pluto and Leo that's had a hard time. Just And again, not everyone in Pluto and Leo. There's plenty of open-minded people who have Pluto and Leo. But for people who, who couldn't and still just can't understand uh, climate change and refuse to accept it, refuse to accept science and, and that kind of data. Um, and that's okay. If they don't see it, they don't see it. It's not like they're a bad person just because they have a blind spot there. But with Pluto and Aquarius, that stuff is going to be favored all of a sudden. Science is going to have the upper hand. Climate change is going to be addressed more fully than ever. Those kind of things. Um, so again, I just wanted to give some hope because <laughs> you know? mm. uh, I just feel like this okay. past um, week was really hard. Um, this upcoming week doesn't look so hot, at least midweek. 
And um, I just really want people to, you know, stay safe as we go through this. I just want everyone to get along. I'm a pretty simple person at the end of the day. Um, but we are growing as a society at the same time here, even if we have setbacks here and there. So I just don't want people to um, lose that focus that we are going to be in a better place in the long run here. Um, but things are shifting really quickly. I do feel over these next three years, we're going to have another 1960s kind of a thing. But the 1960s before took you know a decade to get through. And I feel like it's going to be crammed in again, but in three years this time. So it's going to be hyper fast. And there might be um, some things corrected that maybe should have been addressed, or, but just could not have been fixed during the 60s that might happen, uh, might come up again in the next few years. And this time they will... Um, Again, I'm, I'm just rambling at this point <laughs> and, and making projections and whatnot. But um, anyway, long and short of it, we're going to be okay. Thanks, as always, for listening. I'm going to do Almy's meditation track yeah. now. Uh, we love you, and we just want to do another shout-out to the hospital workers, especially in California. Oh, yeah. um, mm. It's a lot. It's a lot. And we thank everyone who is in their essential jobs and especially taking care of us in hospitals that are just crammed. And we know that everyone is at a stress level right now, but we also know that everyone is really doing the best they can to help other people. And so that's the bright side of what we're seeing in California and in Los Angeles County with our hospitals being packed is that at least we're not turning anyone away, right? Everyone's doing the best they can to step up and help each other out. So I think that's that's one at least thing to look out for. And I think the best way to end this podcast is, as usual, with some nice, calming, cleansing, deep breaths. Yeah. So get comfortable. Close your eyes if you want to. And let's just take a nice, slow, deep breath in through the nose. And a slow exhale through the mouth. And let's do one more just like that. Ready? Deep, slow breath in. And exhale. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks. Love you. Bye.